0: Okay, that's this genius. One
1: has a little star.
0: Go to audiblecom replay. That's audible.com/replay and get started today.
2: Well, I'm really excited and pleased about the next speaker. Everybody who's leaving turn around because you're going to love them. Um, one of the true phenomena phenomena in uh, tech, in, in the digital world, Today is Pinterest, and we're lucky enough to have the CEO of Pinterest, Ben Silberman. Ben. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I guess the the first question I wanted to ask you was about social media social networks um you know if i go to the recode site or many web, many many uh, sites you see a facebook button you see a twitter button you'll see a a pin button uh which kind of makes it look like we all know you're different from how they have what they are but it makes you look like a a social network are you a social
1: network um, Pinterest is not a social network. Um, I, I think there's a really, a really simple difference. You know, I spend a lot of time you know, talking to our users, and one of our early users uh, said to me really early days, she said, you know, social networks are kind of about them, and Pinterest is about me. Um, and I think what she meant by that is, like, when you put up something on Facebook, like a photo of your kid or an Instagram picture, um, you're really doing it to get a response from people. And if you don't get a response, you kind of think, geez, maybe that wasn't a good thing to put up. Um, but when you, when you pin things, you're actually saving them for yourself. Um, you, There's something that you want to come back to and maybe do in your life later. I think that's just a very different motivation. Um, yeah. and, but you do have a
2: social aspect, right? People can repin and, and that sort of stuff.
1: Well, there are people that are powering this service. Um, when, when new hires join the company, um, I'll often say on their first or second day that, You know, we see Pinterest as this this boundless catalog of ideas. Uh, And that catalog is uh, curated and it's organized uh, by people. Um, They power the recommendations you see. Uh, And our goal is that when you open Pinterest on any device and look down, you see kind of ideas of where you could take your future, and they should feel personalized for you, for your hobbies and your interests. And everyone has been handpicked by a real person out there in the world.
2: So everyone needs to make money, and you've made some announcements in, in, in recent months about ads and where you're gonna do them, and, and they were a little different than some of some of the other services out there. Can you talk about what they are, why they're different, and, and kind of what your overall philosophy is about that?
1: Yeah, um, when, we, when we started thinking about like, the role of advertising in Pinterest, you know, we're a business. Um, our users understand that we have to make money to be sustainable. But we really started by thinking, uh, like, what are people doing on Pinterest? Like, what are they there for? And then work backwards from that. And on Pinterest, if you look at what people are doing, they're they're trying to plan out parts of their future. And it could be something big. It could be um, they want to redecorate their whole home. It could be something small. Uh, you know, I use it to figure out like what I want to cook uh, at home. Um, and I think that that. Advertisers, whether it's a local business or a brand, they have a really important role to play in thinking about that future. If you're planning what your house looks like, you might want to see things from West Elm or Crate and Barrel. Um, if you're planning a birthday party for your kid, you might, you might want to see ideas for where you can get decorations. So we tried to think about advertisements and then work backwards and say, you know, how do we ensure that the ads that we show are targeted um, towards the things that you're planning in your future? And we tried to build out kind of better tools for that. And then how do we also make it really easy for an advertiser to spend money in the way that they measure success in their business? Are they trying to um, drive awareness? Are they trying to be discovered? Um, are they trying to um, elicit intent, um, in which case they would want people to maybe save that thing for later? Or are they trying to go ahead and get someone to, to buy something or to use a service, in which case you know we want that person to actually take action. And we've tried to build out kind of the beginning of products across that, across that funnel. So
2: the, the kind of ad that, I mean, it's a little funny to hear you say they might want to, somebody might want to save an ad for later. Uh, typically, people want to get rid of ads as fast as they can. And I say that as somebody whose paycheck comes from ads and sure. has for a long time. But it's just generally true. I mean, you know, people can't wait to get, if it's a, and you know that in video ads, they have that, you can now skip this ad button and sure. people can't wait to get to that you're talking about saving ads so can you go into that a little more i mean is are you saying that an ad is an actual pin or i, I mean is that ad, the best way to think about
1: it on pinterest we call ads promoted pins and i mean if you just think about kind of what people are doing there an ad can be really useful to helping them kind of take an inspiration and, and turn that into reality um and i from memorial day took my family to santa cruz and look, I plan that trip on Pinterest. And I needed to figure out where do I want to stay? Uh, what's a good activity for kids? And those are things that businesses have a vested interest in finding people who are interested in just that thing. So you know, at the root of it, I think that um, there's a real alignment between the motivation of our users and the goal of a lot of advertisers. Um, but you know, there's still a lot of hard work to make sure that experience works, to show the right person the right ad at the right time. And that's why we're investing in technology and people uh, to try to make that happen.
2: There's a big move to house content outside of the content owner's own sites or apps. Uh, You heard the BuzzFeed guys talk a little bit about it. Um, We we all know that Facebook has a big program for that. Can you imagine... uh, Pinterest participating in a big way in that? So that if I, if I wrote something, or if we did a, some kind of video on Recode, or just an individual did, but particularly I'm thinking, I guess, of, 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 of media uh, uh, outlets, is there a home for that at Pinterest, or should there be, or do you lend yourself to that, or maybe that's not what you're interested in?
1: You know, I think our philosophy is that when you discover something on Pinterest, uh, and you get an idea, that you go out and do it. And today, I think doing it often means that you go back to uh, where that content came from. Maybe you read the full article, you get the instructions for the recipe, uh, you go to that commerce service and you buy that that product or good. Um, And so the the philosophy is that we want people to go do that and in doing that, they pass value back onto the content creator. I think the form that that takes, um, I think it's, it's gonna change over time and we have to figure out what it is. I think that... The biggest reason that people are contemplating pulling content into applications today is because um, it's just a really bad experience sometimes to hit a piece of content and be launched into a browser, renders really slowly. I mean, that's what's motivating it. But we're really aware that um, Pinterest doesn't work if we don't give people ideas that they enact on and that value of them acting on it is passed back to the people that created that content. That's that's literally the ecosystem that, that we're trying to figure out how to build.
2: So, that's a better model for you than just housing the original content on, on Pinterest?
1: The best model for us is one where people find things they love, they discover it on Pinterest. Um, if they want to take action on it, they can go take action, and that value gets passed back uh, to the yeah. inspiration for that. That would, that would work really well for us. Um, in fact, we measure a lot of our success based on hey, when people tap out on a piece of content, did they spend time there? Um, uh, do they look at it for a while? Do they they find value, and that for us is a proxy um, for people actually engaging in that in get that content.
2: So that's a that's an interesting definition of engagement. Do you have any other metrics that would be different or unusual from, say, what a Facebook might use or a, a Instagram or some other place where people spend time?
1: Yeah, I mean. We have a lot of tactical metrics um, that we look at. Um, I think like a lot of companies, uh, there's a focus on using data to understand the environment. All those metrics are trying to get at the question, did we help someone discover something that was really useful in their life? Um, And if we had a way of people telling us, like, hey, I cooked that recipe, I bought all that stuff, um, we want to move as close to understanding that as possible, because that should be the measure of quality. don't have that much time in their life. And our job as a service is to help them discover and then go do what they love. And so we want to try to measure, measure in that way. Uh, some cases, we have a really clear proxy. Um, uh, in other cases, we have to use something that's more of an approximation that gets us directionally there uh, and then use more qualitative research to sort of fill in that white space.
2: How, how much engagement is there, actually? How much time? To, first of all, how many, how many users do you have? You know, there's this we heard from Evan about the DAUs and how MAUs aren't such a good way of thinking about it. Engagement, he was saying engagement really matters a lot to him last night. Talk about engagement. How, is that something you can measure and talk about?
1: We can. I mean, we, we as a company don't do a lot of like public disclosure of our statistics. I can tell you, though, internally, um, if you ask anyone who works... Well, this is not public. It's not public. This is the code comp. Just
2: us. Just us. Just us. Just uh, us and some of our friends. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, don't, we don't have the stats, but I can tell you internally like what we're always looking at is um, on different time frequencies, every day, every week, every month, how many people are actually um, pinning things, they're saving things for later, and then how many of them are tapping out um, to go take action on those things. And that's the core, the core thing that, that we're always trying to grow um, as a young service. How many people are discovering, saving, and uh, doing um, something that they found on Pinterest,
2: and so are you satisfied with it? Are you happy with it? Is it you don 't even want to brag that people spend x more time on Pinterest than someplace else?
1: Um, you know I think that I think, sorry, there's like a fly like right here. <laughs> um, I think that it's I think i'm super proud of where we are today, but you know, part of my job as a CEO is to sort of say that. You know, it could be that much better. Um, you know, my, my dream would be that Pinterest becomes this indispensable tool that people use to, to plan their future and, and that would be people from lots of backgrounds and, and they would turn to it not because they want to kill time or, uh, you know, but they want to go do something in their life. Um, and so that would be, that would be my dream actually, to get people offline and doing something that they otherwise wouldn't have thought possible. Get people offline. Um...
2: As you know, we've been asking everybody about diversity. Uh, What's the state or situation of diversity at Pinterest? How many people do you have?
1: There are about 500 folks.
2: So you have 500 folks. Is it diverse enough, a group, for you? Uh, And if it's not, what are you doing about it?
1: Um, You know, I think that we've made progress, but I think there's a big gap to kind of where we want to be, ideally. A lot of the CEOs here have said that they think of diversity as a way to literally build better products um, uh, and create an environment that makes better decisions, and I think we feel the same way. Um, I can tell you that some of the stuff that we've done at Pinterest I think is a really good start. Um, One thing I was really happy about um, is uh, a woman named Tracy Chow, who's one of our engineers, she made a big effort to make our data on diversity, starting with kind of women and ethnic diversity public. And she encouraged a lot of other tech companies to do the same. And that led to a lot of people having, I think, much more substantive conversations about the topic. Um, I think you know, too often people are spending all of their time focused on how to kind of like not put their foot in their mouth rather than how do we tackle a really nuanced problem. And I was really happy that, that she led... People to bring data to see how big is the problem and how much we can make progress. She
2: did that all on her own. That was not done with, you
1: know. Well, she. I mean, she asked, but I mean, she she deserves credit for pushing it and for encouraging kind of other folks in Silicon Valley. She set up a GitHub repository. So if
2: this, if at least part of the consciousness around this started inside Pinterest, what was the impact on you as as the CEO in terms of thinking about? Well, what are do, what are your what is your percentage of women and gays and people of color and all that
1: well I can start with women about 40 percent of the overall company is women about 20 percent of technical staff engineering um, and about a third of our incoming class of new engineers are women um, about a third of the intern class um, which are all engineers are also women that's been kind of one area where we thought that we should start even though I think diversity means a lot of things um, you know, some of the other stuff that, that we've been talking about, uh, we've been trying to figure out um, how do we put the right programs in place for different groups to have kind of a forum where they can talk and sort of be a bellwether of, hey, what would make this company a better place to work? Um, you know, most recently, we've put together groups for new parents. Um, Pinterest has 500 people, I think 25 new kids in the last year. So wow. So it's like a really big topic, and that's led to a lot of a lot of, I think, discussions that are different than what you typically hear, which is, like, we just need to stretch out more and more, leave conversations like, you know, what should managers be aware of when uh, a mom or dad has a new kid? Um, and so I, I don't think that any of those things kind of are kind of sufficient, but I feel like they're, they're starting in the right place and they're moving, moving in the right direction.
2: And how about women and senior management?
1: Well, I don't think we're where we want to be there either. Um, our head of finance and our head of sales are both women. Um, and you know, I think it's something that as we grow, you know, we want to make sure that we're looking kind of wide and far for the best people from lots of different backgrounds. And then also, uh, we're really looking at the methods for screening. Um, something new that we're just rolling out now at Pinterest is um, kind of implicit bias training, kind of starting with all the leadership team and all the folks that are responsible for hiring. Um, and you know, we're just starting it. So, I think it's one of those problems that the strategy will be kind of talk openly about it at the company, kind of track progress, uh, and then share what worked and, and what didn't work, and, and try to get better from there.
2: And I'd, lastly, I'd just like to ask you about how you run the company. What do you do all day?
1: What do I do all day? Yeah. Um,
2: it's a question I stole from Kara. She once asked it of Steve Jobs.
1: Sure. It's changed a lot uh, over the over the years. I mean, I would say my answer today is different than a year ago. I would bucket what I do into a few categories. So one is product, um, and I started the company uh, because I love products and, and I love thinking about how do we craft a great experience. And more and more, the forum for doing that is not like personally sitting with a small team and micromanaging, but kind of looking at the work and making sure all the pieces fit together holistically. So that's like a big piece. Um, there's a second really big piece that's recruiting. Um, and recruiting is, it's like the job that never ends. Uh, you know, finding new folks, um, getting better at how we recruit, kind of just looking everywhere we can for the most talented people in the world that can, you know, bring, bring those talents to Pinterest and pursue our mission.
2: Where are the best places for you to recruit?
1: You know, there's a mix. Um, you know, we went through a period where we had grown pretty quickly, and we really felt that we had a deficit in experience management leadership. And that's one of those skills where uh, experience really counts. Uh, you get better over time. Increasingly, like, we look for people with very unconventional backgrounds and bring them in. know, um, me and Evan are probably pretty unconventional in terms of the backgrounds of founders. Like, Evan studied architecture and history. Um, I love, like, natural sciences. I studied political science. And What we found is that if we can find people that have kind of two skill sets or three skill sets, um, they often just bring something different to the table. So recruiting continues to be a focus, and I don't see that going away. Um, A third is kind of communicating, uh, trying to do my best to figure out how do we paint a picture of exactly where we're going um, and provide enough transparency so people have context and they can kind of move, move freely and move quickly. And that also means doing my best to coach kind of the people that report to me directly and share, here's what I think is going well, here's what I don't think is going well, um, and try to problem solve with them. Um, And then there's like this bucket of, it's just like this treadmill of like miscellaneous crap that, (laughs) I don't know, it never really goes away, like what's inside it changes, um, but it's always there and it could be figuring out real estate or dealing with some fire drill, but it never seems to actually completely go away, and I'm always trying to think, is there ever going to be a time? Um, but I've talked to you know, some of the folks you've interviewed who've been doing this for a long time, and they say that bucket, it's always going to be there. It's just, uh, it's just how good are you at sort of identifying the things that are systematic, where a really talented person can solve that, um, versus trying to take that on and fix it yourself. Questions? Yes. Hi, Ben. Um, so you talked about Pinterest being sort of like a future and a planning exercise. Um but I I also want to think about reflection because when I look at my boards it's like the boulevard of broken dreams, right? It's all the things that I, <laughs> it's all the things that I never the meals I never cooked, the projects I never even picked up, right? The things I bought the supplies for and then they're sitting in the corner. So how do you help close the gap on that, right? I mean, you talk, you can talk about the advertising products being close to completion and, and tracking that but like getting so, getting somebody to do the things that you want them to do that you're saying that are important to you like that's a really really big problem and, and it's not really working right now well you know I think that I think that there's sort of two parts of that problem that we that we think about you know when I describe saying that we want to build this catalog of ideas and then show you the ones that are right for you Part of that means making each idea as actionable as it possibly can be. Um, So we've been on a journey over the last two years where if it's a place, like you can see it on a map, if it's a recipe, we'll pull in ingredients. Um, If it's an article, we'll show you the author and the date. And I think we're gonna try to continue that journey to sort of reduce the amount of work. Um, The other part is motivation, right? And and that's a much trickier human problem to solve. and I think you're right to point out that the more that you can inspire people to go do things, um, the better off we would be. Um, I think a lot of people are doing things. We don't make it easy for them to share back what they've done uh, to motivate others. Um, we don't have anything that we can announce today, but I think that would be really great. And you know, even even sometimes when I when I see like blogs that'll be like, this is a you know, Pinterest idea that went really well or went went totally terribly. Like even those, I think are actually really cool because like what those mean is that someone discovered something uh, and they went out and they gave it a run, something they'd never done before, and they reported back and said, "Hey, this is how it turned out." And I think that that can be motivating for other people who sometimes need the confidence to try something new. So that
2: could be, uh, even though you're not formally announcing anything, that's a direction that might result in a new feature or or aspect of, of Pinterest? The, the kind of, here's what happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think based on what
2: I, what, I, what, I, what I pinned and then what I went out and tried to do with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're like laser focused on this idea that Pinterest will be the place that you discover, save, and do things you love. And in fact, our, our company is organized that way. There's a team that's just thinking about discovery. Like, how do you build world-class search, world-class recommendations? Um, how do you get people to share their preferences so we can recommend more? We have a team just thinking about how do we make Pinterest the best tool to like save and retrieve the things that you want to do later. And then we have a team thinking about the question you asked. How do we make it easy and fun and motivating to go do things?
2: So one part of that might be kind of a report back idea.
1: Could be. I mean, I think it could take a lot of different forms. Um, I was just trying to share that like that's something that's important to us. That's sort of the Got terminal it. point where we've either done our job or I'm sorry, in your case, we didn't do, we didn't do it for you yet. Yes.
0: Hi, I was curious as to how you look at media's
1: role, media partnerships, vis-a-vis Pinterest. You see lots of different announcements of various platforms partnering and doing things more deeply with media. And I'm curious how that relates to your thinking about growth and the relationships with other with other entities in media. Yeah, you know, we think that media, I'm going to use it broadly to mean people that produce content, they play kind of an integral role in the Pinterest ecosystem. So our goal is to build you know, tools and systems to make it easy for your content to be discovered uh, by people who otherwise wouldn't have seen it. Uh, and I think that because people are doing something different on Pinterest than on social networks, because they're more in the mode of planning and doing than in the mode of sharing and getting a response, I think it opens opportunities for different types of media that, um, haven't always been best served by the traditional social platforms.
2: Can you give me an example?
1: Sure. I mean, uh, I think that content that you can do stuff with, uh, activities, recipes, um, I think a lot of, like, fashion found a home on Pinterest as inspiration. Um, people are trying to inspire, like, hey, what should your bedroom look like? What should your living room look like? That's stuff that, I think it's hard to, I can't imagine myself sharing that on Facebook and everyone saying, like, I like that as much as, you know, I like a cute picture of uh, your dog or your kid or a special party, but on Pinterest, people are saving that stuff all the time, and they're not doing it for others, they're doing it for themselves, because that'll play a role in, in the future that they want to build for themselves. Okay, last question, Scott. Talk, um, talk a little bit about advertising and commerce. You've waited a long time to monetize. Uh, One, are you afraid of what advertising does to the platform? And two, is it about inspiration, branding, direct response? And will commerce be a buy button in an ad, or will it be something else? Sure. So I think the first part of your question was we waited a long time, and are we worried about it? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I think that the reason we wanted to spend time figuring out how to do it well um, is that we wanted to figure out like what was essential to the organic experience of Pinterest and then build advertising around it. Um, I think that there's a fundamental alignment between what people are there to do on Pinterest and what a brand or a company wants, um, which is people want to plan their future and brands have a role to play in that. And our job is to bridge that gap. Uh, in terms of the form that it'll take, um, today... Um, we have promoted pins, and we've just started to bring out new forms of pins that meet different objectives. So we announced um, a format called a cinematic pin, which is a pin that introduces motion, but it's, it's sort of triggered by a user scrolling up and down. And we think that's something that's really great because it can raise awareness, but it can do it in a way that um, is exciting to users. It can offer them inspiration. And as we go down that funnel towards intent and towards eventually doing things, we want to start with how do you buy and measure that? And then over time, build ad products that let people fulfill it. Is that interesting? An and, and is commerce a buy button or is it something else? We're probably not ready to announce anything specifically about commerce. Um, but I think that the motivation of what we want to do is, is similar to what we've done with all pins, which is take the friction um, out of uh, making it so someone can get inspired and then go make that part of their life.
0: Congratulations on a
2: great product! Thanks. Thank you, Ben.